Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Well, hey there. My name is John. Thank you for listening or for watching the Christian Media Marketing Show. I am doing it from the road. From my hotel room this week, I am traveling, working with a large mission organization. And I really don't like to record these way in advance because things change all of the time. In fact, in the day of recording this, this week, the announcement that I'm reading about is that Google is going to follow Apple's pattern and they are going to be stopping the tracking from cross different sites from one site to another which is what has been happening for years and it's going to make a big impact when Apple put this into practice it made a huge impact on Facebook or Meta's advertising business and I see this happening in Google having an even bigger effect. And in reality, for the short term, it will probably have an impact on our ability to target on some of our ads. Now, it's really important then that you and I are continually testing and building audiences so that we can still see the results that we're looking for, which is to give people in every place, in every language, every tribe, every nation, the opportunity to hear the good news, not just once, but over and over in a culturally relevant way in their heart language, and then give them the opportunity to explore more, to seek more, and be connected with someone who can then walk with them, bring them to faith in Christ, meet with them face to face, disciple them, and help them reach out to their relationship network as well. There is a lot of partnership that is going on. The meeting that I have just this week is just one example of many different organizations that are coming and working together as we do the marketing in certain countries, but many teams then are following up with the people who are expressing interest in Jesus. And we'll share more about that a little bit later at a different time and a different show. But what I'd like to share with you all today is to continue with this idea of Google Analytics, and specifically Google Analytics 4. It is a major change. They continue to update it. There are new things that are are being released, new capabilities that are coming to it all the time. And so I want to share with you how you can leverage your Google Analytics data for audience building. So this is why when you set up Google Tag Manager, and now you can put your Facebook pixel, Twitter, you can put all sorts of different types of code on your site, you can fire events, custom events that will enhance your Google Analytics data that you are being able to record. And then if you're using a pull strategy, using something like Google Ads or YouTube, there are ways that you can build an audience in your Google Analytics from certain things people have done and then retarget or remarket them in a different area, like in a Google ad or on YouTube or even on Facebook. 
Now, the key here is they may start in one place, but if they're coming to your site and if the data is being collected, which is why it's important to set up your Facebook conversions API, make sure you have your pixel data and everything there, if it's working, it's going to start collecting that data. If it's not there, if it's not installed, it's not going to be collecting it. And I'd rather have 50%, even if some people are opting out, I'd still rather have 50% than no one and not be able to see what's happening. And so we're gonna dive in even for a few more weeks here within Google Analytics 4 to show you how to do different things. Google Search Console, I'm gonna have Alan, part of our Kavanaugh Media team, come on the, the show with me here and talk a little bit about that and about tagging, specifically pictures and buttons and different things that you can do to really enhance and understand what is happening on your evangelistic website. What I want to share with you today is how you can build an audience. And there's really two ways that you can do that. And one is to create an audience. Another one is to create a segment. And in the segment area is where you can save that as an audience as well. I'm going to spend most of the time just talking about the audience part and then specifically a couple things you have to do to be able to then use these in your Google Ads. So we're going to dive right into the computer. If you're just listening to the podcast, know that you can go on our YouTube channel we just started or to our Kavanaugh Media website and be able to watch the video training here. I'll try to talk you through it though as well so that you could follow along even if you're listening. So if you have Google Analytics 4 installed, let's go ahead and dive into it and we're going to look at the area of it'll start off just in your, your report and what is happening on your site. How many users, how many new users, how much time are they spending on your site? There will be e-commerce stuff that'll be in different parts of this. It's okay. Uh, it, it, that doesn't really matter. The key thing here is looking at metrics about how many people, where are they going, what pages, how much time are they spending. And it's the, this kind of activity then that helps us be able to really get an idea of who is coming and segment them, create these smaller targeted audience. Think people who have downloaded a Bible. You could run another ad then to send a Bible reading plan to them. So there's some ways you can do this. So first things first, there's a couple things that you're going to need to make sure that you've got turned on. And I want to show you how you can link straight to your Google Ads account as well. And to do that, you're going to go down to the bottom left of your Google Analytics screen to an area where there is a, a gear. And so you're going to look at that gear and click on it. And then it's going to open up a screen that gives you your account settings and your property settings and all of that. A couple things here that you want to do in the middle area under your property area. The first thing is, is a button that will say data settings. When you click on that on your data settings area, then you have data collection, data retention, data filters. So if you click on data collection, it's going to open up and give you the opportunity to turn on Google Signals data collection. I'm going to want you to go ahead and turn that on because that is needed for you to build out the more robust reporting that you're wanting to be able to do. So go ahead and, and just click the little bar there in a blue button, turn that over to on and that will bring it on. It will ask you some things about advanced settings for ads personalization. You can go through that, the user data collection, just click acknowledge there. 
That's all you have to do on that part. All right, so first things first, turn on your Google Signals data collection. Once you've done that, then back in that middle area, that middle property area, you're going to see something under product linking. And if you see there, it's got Google Ads linking, Ad Manager linking, BigQuery linking, Display and Video 360, Search Console linking. We'll do Search Console here at another time. But if you click on Google Ads linking, then it's going to ask you what account. And it's going to say, okay, for example, this one here, there's not one linked to it yet. So I would click on the blue link button. I would select my Google Ad account, my main one. So it says choose your Google Ads account. So I would choose my main account and I will click that, hit confirm and then hit the next button. Once you've done that, <clears throat> it's gonna give you, <clears throat> excuse me, two different options here to enable personalized advertising and to enable auto tagging. You're gonna to need to turn both of those on. All right, so both of those need to be clicked on, both the personalized advertising and the auto tagging, and then you will click next. Once you've done that, then you're just going to see that you what account and that you have it turned on, and you would click submit. So I'll hit that button. It's going to link that, and it says there it may take up to 24 hours for it to be linked together. When you've done that, if you go into your Google Ads account then, wait about 24 hours or so, and what you'll notice is that under the tools and settings, so up in the very top right part of your Google Ads account, there will be an area called tools and settings. And in there, if you click on it, will be one that says shared library, and then underneath that, audience manager and when you click there under audience manager then it'll bring up a screen that shows you all the different audiences that you have created now as you're doing it and getting started audiences are not retroactive and so you create it it's kind of like the Facebook pixel so once it starts recording it's from that point on segments are different segments can look backwards but your uh, audiences here start when you create them and move on so it's going to say too small it's going to be really small there when you're first getting started and it'll depend a little bit on just how many people are coming to your site or doing certain things that you have set up once you've done it though now you have these audiences that you can use in your google ads so they might start on facebook come to your website click on a bible download button and then you can retarget on google ads as well pretty neat all right, let's go back into Google Analytics here. And in Google Analytics 4, there's two ways to build your audiences. The easier way, in my opinion, is just to go over here and click under Configure. So on the left side of your screen, you're going to have Reports, Explore, Advertising, and Configure. If you click on Configure, then it's going to open up a thing that's going to say Events, Conversions, audiences, custom definitions, and debug view. Now the events are really interesting. And if you're looking at this video, you can see what kind of events are happening. Videos, visits, page views, clicks on buttons, file downloads, lots of really interesting information there. Scrolling, all sorts of stuff. Each one of these could be something that you could use to segment your audience. But what I wanna look at is the audience button itself. 
So when you click on audiences, then it's going to give you the opportunity to create a new audience. And so when you're doing this, and when you're creating this audience, all you need to do is click on the blue new audience button. When you click on that blue new audience button, then it's going to say create a custom audience and you can start from scratch or it's going to give you some different types of suggested audiences. So recently active users, it's got some on here that are e-commerce ones, but there's also templates. And if you click on that button, then you have demographics. So you could do men versus women. You could do technology, mobile versus desktop or tablet, where you got your visitors from, acquisition. So maybe Facebook versus Google. There's a lot here that you could do. So when you're in these, you could just click from the start, from scratch, on the create a custom audience. And then it's going to say include users when. And when you click underneath that, it's going to give you a condition. So let's say we want on events for when somebody has clicked on the Bible download button. Then I would hit the click button, and so this would include any users who have clicked, and I can add parameters to this. I can also make it an or statement. So if I have more than one button, like if I want it to be both Android and iPhone users, I could add them both together here. Do all of these selections, and then you can set for how long you want people to be in this audience bucket in essence. So it starts off showing you 30 days and it can go up to set to maximum limit, which I believe is somewhere around 500 days or something. So you're looking at this and it's going to say, okay, well, there's 36 people of your users here looking back in this last month who have clicked on the Bible download. Great. The thing about it is is that it's not going to build an audience like that because even though it's saying this, it won't include people in the past. Once you build your audience here, it will only start from this moment on. All right, And you can even trigger this to count as a conversion if you want to do that on certain events when they happen on your website. So you would need to hit here where it says Untitled Audience, click in there, give it a name, and then you're just going to click Save. Right? And once you've done that, now you have an audience, another audience, that will show up in your Google Ads that you can retarget. Once you first do it, though, you're going to notice it's going to say less than 10 users. That's because it is just starting now to start to build out your audience. All right. Now, the other way that you can do this is you can come under the Explore button. And there's a lot to this one, and I'm, I'm not going to dive too deep here because it could almost be its own show and its own episode, but I do want to show you how you can use it. So on the left, right under Reports, you will click on Explore. And when you do that, it's going to give you the option to use a blank, freeform, funnel exploration, or a path exploration. If you click on Freeform, then here's a really cool one and to show you a little bit just about how it can work. You have segments. So segments are different parts of your audience. And so you can set the date, you can say and use certain segments, and then you can break them down even more. The example I'm showing here on the video is people who have come to the site, all users, by country. And the bigger the circle, the more people that are coming to it. And there's some places where there's very few. And so if there's not more than 10, it's not going to show up. 
So we have active users, and that's going by geo breakdown. If you click on that, you can see it by city or by continent. There's lots of different ways that you could break this down if you want to see what's happening. There's also different types of charts that you could do. So if you want to do a table or a pie or a donut chart, you could see what pages people are going to. You can see from new users what pages and by what countries, direct traffic, paid traffic. And you can add these segments over here to make even more specific types of audiences. You can also use different types of dimensions. So just as we have page titles and screens, we could add gender in there. And now it will, if we know, it will show us how many people, male or female, or if it doesn't know, it'll just say unknown there for that information. So there's a lot of stuff that you can do in this area to just really explore your funnel itself. That's, to me, where this becomes really powerful is in this area of creating a, a funnel, really just understanding what you're seeing. And you can share this with other people. There's a lot you can do. It will even tell you whether or not this is using your real information or if it's information that has been sampled. And, and there's a degree of just how accurate it is then based upon that. And you can, in all of these, be able to then create your audiences from this as well. And so doing this, creating these, are another way that you can really build a very specific audience. Now, you can basically do the same thing both ways. So I would say this area is really good for understanding your funnel what really is happen, happening on your website and segmenting them. But that doesn't mean you want to make an audience of just five people to try to retarget. So I would use the audience builder for the bigger retargeting audiences based upon events. But I use the segments and a lot of this segmentation to better explore the funnel and what's actually happening on my site or on the sites that I'm working on. So I hope that that makes sense to you. I hope that that is something that is a benefit for you all to be able to go, oh yeah, all right, this is something I, I want to be doing. This is something that can benefit us in our evangelistic efforts to be able to look at this and to make some audiences that allow you to really segment down who it is that's seeing your ads or your content that you have. Remember, they need to know, they need to like, and then they will trust, then the messages will come. And so using some of this retargeting or remarketing can allow you to get people to see things over and over. Google says it takes 20 or more times for a person to make a purchase decision. Well, if we're trying to get the good news out there, we need to do it as many times as possible. So I hope this is a benefit to you today. Remember, the podcast comes out on Apple and Spotify, all of them, 1.15 a.m. every Friday, a new episode, Lord willing. And we have our brand new YouTube channel, Kavanaugh Media Channel, where these trainings are going on there as well. Or if you just go to our website and click on the podcast for this episode, the link to this video part of the training will be there as well. Thank you so much for all that you do for the kingdom. We appreciate you all, and we will keep doing our best to push forward with you to put our hands to the plow together and to make Jesus famous. Until next time, take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. 
May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.